Today's story is a special story, mainly because it was submitted by a viewer. So I want to give a huge shout out to Oscar Zephyr. And the story's called Tall Man. Welcome to Stories After Midnight. I was 12 years old, living with my dad one summer. I was in the middle of playing Black Ops Zombies with my cousins, and we were on a hot streak. It was around midnight, and my dad enters the room, bottle in hand, telling me to go get some cigarettes from down the street. I didn't tell him no, because he always expects me to do it without question. As he exits the room, I get my shoes on and head out the door. It was a pitch black night with only a few stars in the sky and a single street lamp at the end of my block, opposite my destination. We were living on a reservation at the time, so I knew the place inside and out and would occasionally go on a clear-your-head walk, but never at night. It was always a rule of mine to never go outside after dark, since it always felt like I was in an abandoned, inner-city suburb like the kind you see in metropolitan areas. But luckily, the lady I get my cigarettes from only lives a block away, so I had no reason to worry. But that didn't last long, because when out walking alone, I immediately got that feeling of being watched, almost to the point you feel someone right behind you. So I walked faster. I got there less than a minute at my speed, and immediately knocked on her door. She was an older woman, probably in her 60s, so it took her a minute to open up, but it wasn't her who answered. It was a large man, about six feet tall, 40 years old, and had a beer gut. It was her son, and I've seen him before, inside the living room watching TV while this cigarette lady, as we all like to call her, was the only one to open up to make exchanges. Only a dollar for two smokes. I had the dollar, so I asked him. He wasn't the nicest guy, though, because he was more than willing to wake up his mother right after shutting the door in my face. At this point, I... Just wanted to get back to my game and call it a night, but I digressed. About a minute passed before the door opened up again, and it was her this time. The poor woman looked exhausted, but she was willing to give me a couple cigarettes. But before handing them over, I look up at her. She was staring at me like she was staring off into space with this blank expression. Normally, she'd be chewing my ear off, but she was unusually quiet. Her stare alone became very unsettling with her mouth hanging open a little, just to let out tiny breaths of air. She didn't break eye contact with me. I was 12 years old and I didn't know what to do or say in this situation. Then what was wrong with her? Why is she acting this way? I couldn't think of a good answer. I just wanted to go home. So I reached in my pocket for a dollar bill to give her. When I was looking down at my pants, shuffling through my pockets, I noticed she dropped the two cigarettes. I looked back up at her to find her with a frightened expression, her eyes filled with so much dread as they widened. Her breathing turned huffing, grew more frequent. The way she looked made me feel she'd never seen anything so severely haunting in her life before. This, in my twelve-year-old eyes, scared me because she wasn't looking at me. She was looking over my shoulder. This made me very uncertain what to do at this point, so I thought I'd make a run for it. This was too much, but the woman quickly grabs my arm and pulls me in close, and right then I thought I was going to get abducted by this crazy old woman, but she looks me in the eye and whispers, do not turn around. I was so scared and confused, I couldn't ask a single question. He will get you if you turn around. Come inside the house where you'll be safe. I knew then and there this was a red flag, 
so I pull myself from her grasp, and she yelps and tries to grab me again as I try to run, but I stopped dead in my tracks right away because now I realize what the old woman was referring to. At the end of the lawn stood him, the tall man. When you hear stories about him, you know what he looks like. He's ten feet tall with long arms, wears a trench coat and top hat, and is said that he preys on lonely souls walking alone at night, and he's right here in front of me. He was nothing but a silhouette, a shadow, but the old lady's porch light illuminated the whole front yard, accentuating his presence in full view. I could see him top to bottom, standing in my direction. I didn't know what to do. I was frozen. Just then, the old lady shuts her door, leaving me outside to defend myself. It was me and him, and there wasn't a fight I could win. He was just standing there, and the thought of being abducted by him just filled me with utter dread. There was only one thing I could do. I ran. I ran back home as fast as I can, with tears streaming across my face. Then I heard a wicked laughter screeching from behind me. He was chasing me and getting closer every second as I hear it getting louder. Once I got back to my house, I thought I was safe, so I turn around to see, which I now think was the stupidest thing I've ever done, where I caught a memory haunting image of him, launching himself forward with his long arm, trying to snatch me with his huge hand wide open. I finally let myself in the house, where I quickly locked the door. My dad finds me and sees that I'm in total devastation. He picks me up, and hugs me. It took a while for me to calm down and explain everything, and once I did, he believed me, and so did everyone else. And that's where my dad made a promise to not make me go out that late again. It took me a while to get over that incident that involved moving away. I didn't come back for a couple of years, but when I did, it was only for visits. When I was in bed, scrolling through my phone one night, I came across this article where a fire was lit on an Indian reservation. My reservation. The article consisted, it was a house fire, and everyone inside were burned alive. One elderly woman, one middle-aged man. And I knew exactly which house they were talking about. So I started digging into this story, trying to find out how the fire was lit. There were no answers, only theories. I spent the whole night trying to piece it together, only making weak sauce. I was about to give up. Then I came across this photo. It's the house, mid-fire, right there. I could just hear the screams of that poor, old, friendly woman. I started to analyze the photo. It was a wide shot, poorly snapped on a phone with a clean camera. And it's the middle of the night. Nothing that really stands out. Then I found something obscured in the darkness but the fire illuminates it just enough for me to see. It's tall, dark, and wearing a top hat. That's about it for this story. Thank you very much for making it this far, and a huge shout-out again to Oscar. I really appreciate you uh, sending in this story for me to read. I know it's been a while, but I appreciate it nonetheless. And I hope you, the listener, had, have enjoyed this story. I hope, the, I hope you stick around, and uh, maybe I'll see you in the next video.